You're listening to Social Media Storytelling. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Social Media Storytelling. This episode is actually going to be really cool because it's about TikTok and specifically TikTok ads and how to like strategize on TikTok. So we have Jordan Kilgore here today. It's actually funny how we met. We were at a conference. It's called POD Live. And we were at the same table and I actually thought he was a competitor. So I didn't talk to him. Last five minutes before we left the event, I went and talked to him and it looks like we're actually be good partners. So I wanted to bring Jordan on here to talk about TikTok, but Jordan, if you could do a quick intro for us, that'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much, Devin. It's been awesome to you know meet you at that event. And since then, it's been, it's been great and I'm excited for uh, the future as well. So very recently, I actually started a TikTok ads agency from my previous work experience. And so the, in 2022, we were able to, uh, the company that I was running with a partner, we were able to grow from zero to half a million followers in 2022 that generated over 100 million views, which then resulted in also going from zero to half a million dollars in sales on TikTok, which is pretty crazy. And yeah. so I got really obsessed with TikTok in 2022. And um, now we're starting to do this for other businesses. So it's, I love it and I enjoy it. And TikTok's a great place to be. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation just because I know GTP3 came out, like there's all this automation where yep. it's robots and it's everything. And I think like it's so hard with video content to replace that because we like to talk to human beings, not like AI generated videos that are like the stock or the photos or even the captions. So we're going into this interesting time. Where do you think like video holds a place specifically like TikTok too? Where does it hold a place where we're still going to need that like authentic content rather than the AI generated things? I think that at the end of the day, you know, there, there's all sorts of AI that are reproducing, you know, humans and you're able to kind of prompt, you know, people that don't exist to say certain things. I think that we're still far off from being able to really establish a, a, a genuine connection with people because a lot of how we connect as human beings is storytelling. And so, yes, you could prompt, you know, someone to tell a story, but that being authentic and people really feeling something from that. I'm not sure, you know, and I think that the continuity between, you know, each piece of content going out, someone can follow someone's journey. It might be a little difficult for the AI to do something like that. So I think, you know, in terms of where video is going, I think that we are in the creator economy. We've been talking about that a lot over the last year or so and how it's really shifting from people understanding how much of an impact that having social ROI is or generating social ROI by having a presence. And it's interesting because, you know, probably you and I, we've been talking about this for, you know, probably seven, eight, you know, 10 years, right? About how important it is to make content. But I think it's becoming ever more important because that is really what makes you unique is it's, it, it's not what you do. It's not, you know, the service you provide or the product you sell. It's really about your story at the end of the day. And that is your brand. So, yeah. When you're able to communicate that and the best way to do that is through the medium of video, I think that it has a very bright future. And I think we're just touching the surface of the impact that building a brand with video can really have. And we're starting to see people like you know KSI and Logan Paul, where they have an incredible following. They have a ton of social capital and they're able to go off and start multi, multi-million dollar business called Prime. 
I think that the ultimate leverage, Alex Samozzi talks about this concept of leverage a lot, which I love, is being able to have a brand and have an audience that you can market to. So it's, it's big and bright, I would say. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's funny too, because like, yeah, five years ago, we were saying video is the way of the future. Then now if you see these articles, like B2B companies need to become a media company. And it's like, guys, we're saying this five years ago, but like, right. the, the good news is it's not too late to start. And I think TikTok has just completely changed everything where yes. Facebook and Instagram, like to even see your audience, you had to pay money like as a small business owner, you couldn't organically even get in front of your own followers. So TikTok has made it where you can get beyond your followers and reach people that are based off your likes and interests. And TikTok ads specifically, I think it's so interesting because TikTok ads have been working so well for you, but you have to have that authentic content. What are like, how did you find like the good spot where you're like, okay, yeah, this is how you should start doing TikTok ads? Yeah, it's a great question. And to pull in or to answer the question, I just want to also touch on your previous or the previous question too, where I didn't really talk much about TikTok, but you know, the ability that we have to be, I think that TikTok itself is a very authentic, real platform. And if you're not authentic and real, people see right through you and they don't care. Mm-hmm. So it's also very easy for someone to go and make a piece of content on TikTok because everyone has a phone, right? And so when we started really heavily investing in TikTok at the beginning of 2022, we, we did a little bit in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, we started just posting and creating content behind the scenes, you know, stuff that people normally don't get to see and experience about a business. We we're able to share some of that. And honestly, we, f- we completely flipped the narrative in the industry where a lot of our competitors were kind of keeping everything to themselves. They were kind of like trying to keep, felt like everyone was keeping things secret. And so part of the brand strategy that I laid out was like, we need to kind of, you know, turn inside out. We need to start showing how to do this. We need to be enabling people Mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, do this stuff at home. So I think that from that, we were able to kind of learn as we made content through TikTok. I mean, we we were posting four to five TikToks a day in the beginning, you know? Um, it was insane. And, you know, I was a very active role in kind of being the creative director over those those videos at the yeah. time. And as we made more and more content, we got better and better and better at understanding what the algorithm actually wants to see and the elements or the anatomy of what actually made a good TikTok video. And so then, you know, kind of answering the tail end of your question there is we were like, okay, well, if this is working organically, what if we take this concept and we, we take what we're doing and we start putting some ad spin behind it? So, you know, we, we got into um, TikTok ads. Again, it's still very new. We started like basically using the content we created that was generating sales for us organically and putting it behind ads. And that's when things started to, to really take off. And we started to see how the organic and the TikTok ad side really had, it was kind of like the synergy to get extreme brand exposure and also get tons of sales. And so I think that combining both of those, if you understand how to make short form content or TikToks where it's in that TikTok style, which we can maybe talk about a little bit. Yeah. You can really, really grow your brand and, you know, bring in leads, sales, um, all that very, very quickly. Things can change quickly. And I think we're still in a very good window of opportunity for TikTok. A lot of people think that it's too saturated right now. It definitely is getting more saturated, but there's still massive opportunity for people who, you know, have 20 followers. They make a a piece of content that resonates with people 
mm-hmm. that they like and and that thing's going viral yeah i think it's interesting too what you mentioned earlier that you guys are sharing the inside out and i think like i try to always relate social media to real life because like or in person is a better way to say it because it is like it is like th- these are real people they're not fake so how i relate that to like in person is if you go and you talk to someone and you're providing value, the chances of them wanting to like be friends with you or talk to you again are really high. But Jordan, if I came to you, my first question was, Hey, you should start working with story. We do video editing. You'd have been like, who's this guy? He's, he's just trying to sell me right off the bat. So I think it's interesting because all these, even just small businesses or companies are realizing like, Hey, we got to stop trying to sell our product on social media. We just got to provide value. Because what how we how we do our webinars is actually we show the whole strategy of every single social media platform, and then mm-hmm. they're like, oh crap, I don't have time to do that. I'm just gonna pay you. Right. Like, that sucks. And instead, we could be like, oh, here's how great we are. Here's what we do. But we kind of just flipped it a little bit on those webinars. So I think it's it's cool that you mentioned that. Do you have any thought? Anything else to add to that? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think people really underestimate how much it takes to make content, and I think that. <laughs> When you really start looking at the details and you're like, you know, if, if, if you're a business owner and you decide that you want to start making content, it can be really overwhelming mm-hmm. because there are a lot of pieces that go into the puzzle. You know, you've got the creative direction, you've got the ideas, right? You want to make sure the ideas are good. You want to make sure you understand how to format the videos. You want to understand how to be good on camera if you're the one on camera. You got to understand how to post the videos and edit and film. And there's so many aspects to it, right? So I think that, you know, it's important to not get overwhelmed too if you're just looking at starting. I think it's better to just start making something from your phone without really thinking about it because that's going to set the course for you moving forward. You can always improve every video. But I think that you know if you really want to be separating yourself from the competition, I think that the value you provide in the video and if you go into it with the intention of providing value, not of getting a lead or a sale, mm-hmm. you'll ultimately get the thing you want if you just lead with value. And I think that that's a big thing that I've learned over my you know, career so far is, you know, when you go in it with the intention of like, oh, I'm going to make this video so I can generate leads or get sales, like it never comes off right. People, people feel yeah. the difference, even though you may not necessarily be saying anything different, you know? Totally. I, I think even just my videos sometimes, by the way, content, we, we literally own a content creation company and it's still hard to like go and record video. So yeah. Again. But <laughs> the videos that like I would tell stories outperformed the videos where I was giving stats or like tips even. So yeah. trying to implement your own stories is super important because we all have our own stories. Just like mm-hmm. we're our own person. Only us have it. You can't plug in a USB cord into your brain and have it go into a computer and then a robot goes right. No. It's in you. So I think it's that's why like I'm so pro video because it's hard to replace that. And like mm-hmm. you said, TikTok does such a g- good job of like negating stuff that doesn't look authentic. Like it's crazy how well their algorithm works. Yeah. I know like you mentioned it earlier this year or when we first spoke was TikTok's way smarter than we know it is, their algorithm. I, I don't yes. know if you have any thoughts or anything you heard about that because I thought that was a pretty interesting issue. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is, I have a few contacts at TikTok and, you know, I've spoken to them because I, I want to find out more, right? I want to find out like what's actually going on there, you know, what kind of a sorcery they've got going on in the background. But, you know, one of the biggest things that people need to know about TikTok is that it is the most advanced AI system that currently exists in social media. And what's interesting, if you look around, you know, at all the other social media platforms, who's trying to copy what TikTok is doing? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, right? Like everyone's trying to copy what TikTok's doing because it's working. You know, they're the fastest growing platform in the world. So 
when it comes to the AI, they've completely kind of re-engineered the AI where the algorithm will promote content that is genuinely what people want to see. And that is really the big difference because you look at the gate, you know, what Instagram and Facebook do, they gatekeep your ability to get exposure because you have to pay for it now. You know, you don't get that organic exposure. And if you just make authentic content and people start, you know, TikTok's able to push out that content to bring back data. So it's like, okay, well, this group of people really like this video. So let's keep pushing it out more rather than having conditions on whether that content continues to go on the For You page. And then they have a For You page where it's so agile. Like you don't follow 25 people, you know, who you're into football, right? And then all of a sudden you like doing golf, then your For You page can change in one day yeah, based on your interests, right? Just by engaging with the content. So it optimizes the user and also the creator so that you're seeing exactly what you want to see and you're getting the results that you want to see, whether it's you're the viewer or whether you're the creator. And so you make good content for those people and they just con- they're better at connecting the two together. And that's what's so powerful about their, their system is, is it's crazy, you know? And so when I was talking with this um, employee at TikTok, you know, because they have a, a, a company called ByteDance, that's the company that actually has the software and, and the back end behind TikTok. They said some of the things that I've seen this stuff do is crazy. And some of the plans they have for the future with TikTok is is just far beyond anything that we've ever really seen before. And so, you know, as you apply that and you understand that with the advertising side and how big of a market that is, right? You know, we, we got billions and billions and billions of dollars being spent on Facebook, right? And they're able to continue to improve their ad system, which is still fairly new. You can imagine how easy it gets for the advertiser to make content to advertise to the users on TikTok, right? But again, it comes back to understanding the anatomy of how to make a TikTok video. That's really what it comes back to. Yeah, and I think it's crazy because like GTP3 has kind of been here forever. Like you have Jasper and a few other places, like it's always been here, but the yeah. way, like it works is so cool because it relates to TikTok too, where the more data you feed TikTok, the smarter it's going to get. So you, like, yes. we think it's smart right now, but now imagine taking account millions of people are watching TikTok every day, millions, if mm-hmm. not billions. Now all of that data is just making TikTok smarter. So it's just really yes. cool to see like, it's going to be hard for Instagram and Facebook. I think like they're trying to do it. It's just going to be hard for them yeah. to catch up, I think ever. Mm-hmm. Just because the first, it's like Instagram's first photos. I know they're trying to go to video and now they're reversing it. Facebook just has never been that way. YouTube shorts has always been video, but just the way how TikTok set themselves up, it's going to be yeah. really hard for these platforms to catch up to them, I think. I agree. I think, I think YouTube has a good chance just yeah. because they have been video first. I think they have a very good algorithm, you know, already built into their video platform. I think that that's something to keep an eye on. I would, you know, with YouTube shorts. Um, especially with the monetization, they're really going to challenge yeah. TikTok with incentivizing creators to move to uh, YouTube if they're going to pay better. But yeah, those two platforms, I think, have a very bright future. I think Facebook and Instagram are, are struggling to keep up, even though they have the you know larger market share right now. I think that you know as we've seen statistically over the last few years, they've been declining. So it'd be interesting to see what happens in the next five years or so. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll leave with this and then uh, let you do your outro. But Twitter, it was, I think it's two weeks ago. Elon Musk is like, should I no longer be the CEO? And Mr. B said like, I want to do it. And then he reposted and he said, first order of business, 
let's make it so people go to Twitter first for video instead of these other platforms, like going outside of Twitter, like LinkedIn yeah. and TikTok. And Elon Musk said, I agree. So it's going to be interesting because they're going to go yes, back. Yes, Twitter too. And dude, yeah. even LinkedIn, I know it's crazy, but three months ago, you could not post a vertical video. And I don't know if you huh. realize that you could not post a vertical video because we would try to do it for our customers. That's why yeah. we do one horizontal, one vertical. So it was a few months. So it's going to be interesting to see what LinkedIn does too, because they're copy. Yeah. Right. So it's just interesting where these platforms are going. But I wanted to end with that because I thought it was cool. But Jordan, what's an ask that you have for our audience, people that are listening or watching today? I know if you guys are looking to learn more about TikTok ads, I'd be more than happy to share any insights I can, even if it's it's a little bit of an audit, just to give you kind of a bit of a strategy. Be more than happy to help. Best way to probably reach me would be on Instagram at Jordan Kilgower on Instagram. And yeah, I'd love to uh, love to help out where I can, honestly, because I think I'm very passionate about TikTok and TikTok has really changed the game for me and and for the business that I was running. And it's a place where everyone should be taking advantage now because you know there's only there's only a short window of time that you really have to to maximize on it. Not that it's going to die in a year or whatever, but this is the time to really get that accelerated growth and kickstart your your audience uh, right now with TikTok. So I'd uh, love to help where any way I can. Especially if you're an e-commerce brand, like reach out to Jordan. Like his team is so great and they know exactly what they're doing on TikTok ads. So we'll end with that. Thanks everybody that listened. Thanks for Thank Jordan you. popping on and uh, everybody have a good rest of your week. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. For all things social media, visit us online at story.co. We'll see you next time.